Remember how your mom used to nag you? Eat right, take your vitamins, do this, don't do that. This is kind of like that. But she ain't your mom. Welcome to Monologues with Marisol. She's a home health nurse who's seen it all. Get ready to be empowered, inspired, and have some fun. And have some fun. Scrubs off, off-duty talks. This is Monologues with Marisol. And this is your host, Marisol Uribe. All right, let's do this. My goodness, que barbaro, what an introduction. I am so pleased and honored to have the opportunity to even begin this podcast and stick with it. So this will be all about health and the preservation of life. So how can you preserve your longevity, being healthy, vibrant, and just an energized soul? Come on. I mean, a lot of us live our lives in between being fatigued or being super energized. And I promise to give you guys the best of me. It's as if, you know, I'm sitting with you, the potential patient. Now, potential meaning I don't want you to end up in the hospital. This is all about keeping you at your home and away from the hospital. But if you were to go, hey, I want to give you pointers as to what to do outpatient now that you're out from the hospital in your home how to prevent hospitalization so that's what this is all about and i'm going to open up with a monologue and it's going to preface what we're going to talk about next so let's get into it monologue from nurses 2019 season one episode one called incoming the series of four young nurses working the front lines of Toronto's St. Mary's Hospital. Fun fact about the heart. If you don't have one, you die. Take it for granted, well, you're gonna learn. That it's as fragile as it is resilient. One mysterious little muscle. Adjacent to the heart, we have the lungs. One breath at a time, we pull the world inside us then push ourselves back out. Moving down the torso, we come to the liver, bed of human emotion, seat of anger, the organ closest to the divine. Don't mess with the liver. But not to be outdone is the brain. 10 billion neurons each connected to 10 billion more. The most complicated object in the universe. But the adult brain doesn't reach full maturity until the ripe old age of 25. Before that, well, who knows what's going on in there. And finally, the spine, the backbone, strong, flexible, coordinator of brain and body, conduit and coach. When these five vital components play their part, well, that's how we get through the day, if we do. If, wow, that two-letter word is a big statement. Well, it brings to light our mortality as humans and how between now and then, why not live a more 
virtuous, prosperous life in terms of doing well by our bodies and treating our bodies to its max so that it renders to its max capacity. During this monologue, five vital components were touched, and this was the heart, the lungs, the brain, and the spine. So when I think of the heart, I don't just think about that primary organ. I think about the cardiovascular system as a whole. So you can ask yourself, what does the cardiovascular system actually do? Well, in simple terms, the heart pumps blood to the rest of the body. But for what purpose? Mainly to supply the tissues with oxygen and nutrients that it needs to render to its full capacity. Now, over time, it gets fatigued and that organ can even enter into failure, what's called congestive heart failure. Now, this can happen over time and if there's multiple comorbidities. But to give you a picture of this diagnosis, which I see often on the field as a home health nurse, is, you know, these people have fluctuations in their weight if it's not managed properly. They can fluctuate anywhere between two to three pounds in a day or four to five pounds in the past five days. And what this extra fluid does, if it's not excreted properly, is it could back up into organs such as your lungs and give increased cough, even swelling of the legs, ankles, feet. So shortness of breath with activity is huge and it's very common. And alongside that, you could get chest pain, increase in the number of pillows you need to even sleep or to sit up in a chair. Now, emergency would be, okay, the chest pain isn't relieved after like three times of taking nitroglycerin, which is a drug that dilates your blood vessels, primarily in your heart and the rest of the body. So your cardiovascular system is like the plumbing of your body and it works in conjunction with your lymphatic system to get rid of uh, toxins and waste through your urine and defecation with your GI tract as well. So a quick tip to stay cardiac healthy would be, you know, to do your cardio. You're listening to Monologues with Marisol. Monologues with Marisol. Now, back to your host, Marisol Uribe. Quick question, no judgment, but did you exercise today? This is a reminder to do so. Now, moving on to the lungs. A quick thing I want to say about the lungs are to be mindful of how you breathe. A lot of us don't take deep breaths. We breathe, but they're shallow. They lack quality. So go ahead and bring awareness throughout your day, especially when you're entering a stressful period, say before a meeting at work. And you want to breathe through 
your abdomen. So try this abdominal breathing or diaphragmatic breathing, which is breathing in through your nose. Do this with me. And the diaphragm is pushing down to allow your complete lung expansion and eventual recoil. So what you want to do is you're going to push your belly outward, your abdomen goes out, your diaphragm goes down so that you breathe with a larger lung capacity, not just the top of your lungs with the normal chest breathing that we do. So you can try that for a couple breaths and you may even notice some tingling sensation. That's just your body's form of reacting to maybe this extra oxygen that you haven't had in a while. So you can quickly hyperoxygenate yourself like that. Uh, that's just a little hack. And then let's talk about the liver. So A, B, C, D, E is a quick way of how I remember its functions. A stands for albumin, which is a protein that your liver makes. And it's useful in moving small molecules through the blood. And this is actually given as a supplement for patients who are going through hypovolemia. That's low volume of fluid or blood inside the body. Fun fact. And B stands for bilirubin. So in the liver, bilirubin gets conjugated. And what that is is every 120 days or so, your red blood cells die. They atrophy, and this waste needs to be excreted from the body. So the liver allows you to do just that. And if someone has a lot of bilirubin, so they're getting rid of a lot of blood cells at the same time, they could actually have a condition called jaundice. And these people appear yellow, uh, their skin literally changes color and that's just a, a condition that I've that I've seen and C let's talk about clotting factors so this is necessary for you to clot if you get a cut and get injured you're expected to produce these clotting factors that will stitch up your body from the inside out so thanks to the liver, we've got clotting factors. Now we're on to D for detoxification. Super important, say, even after you have a drink, right? We commonly associate it with alcohol use. So chronic alcohol users, they've got trouble detoxing. So eventually, there's a condition called cirrhosis, where your liver is just so fatigued from all this attempt to detox that it just fails and it's harder to do so. And these patients can actually show signs of jaundice as well because the bilirubin just accumulates inside the blood stream at this point uh, to where it's not being excreted by the urine or feces and it shows up in the skin. So, Or the eyes, the square of the eyes can get yellow too. So lastly, we've got the E for estrogen metabolism. So estrogen is an important hormone, but too much in females can be attributed to weight gain, cause fatigue, irregular periods, and heavy periods. And 
we do not like heavy menstrual cycles. I can tell you that. And for males, males also have estrogen. Um, so normal amounts are fine, but if they get to a higher point, it's exhibited as gynecomastia or enlarged breast tissue. Um, people refer to that as like man boobs. So guys can have man boobs if they have too much estrogen. And they can actually have difficulty maintaining erections as well. So man boobs and difficult erections is what you can expect with high estrogen in males. Moving on to the brain, which was talked about in the monologue as well. The brain has neurons, right? These are your brain cells. And they have something called myelin sheath that surrounds these cells, these cell bodies. And what myelin sheath allows are for saltatory electrical conductions, AKA your inputs and outputs will communicate or transmit faster. So you do want quick thinking, right? You do want quick responses. And so strong myelin sheets will allow you to do so. And it also allows for that the cells live longer and prevent atrophy. So atrophy would be signs of delirium or dementia, long-term dementia, uh, slower cognition. So that's kind of what you could expect with cellular neuronal atrophy. And so if you're, at, if you're thinking to ask like, so what kind of foods can I eat to boost my omega-3s, which would be good for brain health and to keep the myelin strong, you want to do eggs, avocado, salmon, even edamame and spinach. Those have high levels of omega-3s. Quick tip. Now, you know, they also mentioned that at the age of 25, your brain stops developing. So, hey, that's actually the age when you can rent a car, right? <laughs> Quick side note. Um, so I'm going to drop some bombs like that throughout the show. It's just insane to me how some laws are passing to allow 12-year-olds to make their medical decisions without parental consent. So that's the right wing in me. Uh, but basically, that kind of wraps up the brain, right? You want to do things that hyperoxygenate those neurons, like working out. Here we are again breathing well, quality breaths. And now let's move on to the spine. So besides what we could see on the outside, right, holding our structural frame, the spine also encapsulates the spinal cord, which is the pathway by which information is processed to and from the brain via afferent and efferent neurons. So fancy term for afferent would be getting the input, the sensory information from the outside in, right? Picking up the touch sensations, the pleasure and pain. And the efferent neurons, those are in charge of telling 
your body what to do, either the internal organs or the external muscle groups that allow you to move, right? So the internal, more involuntary muscles, which are in your GI tract that digest your food, you don't have to think about that. So thanks to the autonomic division of the efferent neurons, we don't have to think about digesting. And also, thanks to the efferent neurons of the somatic division, if you're a nursing school or a medical student, we don't have to think too hard to move our hands or to give a hug, right? So these neurons tell our body how to move. So that's that. You've been listening to Monologues with Marisol. Marisol is a home health nurse, and over the past five-plus years, she's seen thousands of patients, and her passion is to empower you to want more for yourself. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review, and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, find us on Instagram and Facebook at Informita Marisol, and on LinkedIn at Marisol Uribe. Y'all be cool, take care, and we'll see you next time. We'll be right back.